Okay, girlies, this is going to be a very different episode for y'all because we are at 100. It's our 100th episode. Oh my God, can you fucking believe it? We can't. It's like, no, yes, we can. First, we want to say thank you so much for rocking with us this entire time. Giving us laughs in the comments, keeping up with our antics all over the internet, and just being yourselves. Our co-hosts mean so much to us. They are literally our favorite people. And we cannot thank you enough. We would not be where we are without you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for dealing, coping, and adjusting. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh my God. We really appreciate the love. We really appreciate the support. And without further ado, here's a word from the co-hosts themselves. Uh, it's too, uh, what's gooey? I, listen, five years, five years. Y'all, listen, I don't know. I know fame is the message. I understand. I know on past episodes, y'all have referenced other people. Child, we love them too, but they not the size. Listen, I really like what y'all have done, what y'all have contributed to the conversation, <laughs> the conversations that y'all have started, because y'all do be um, riling the people up sometimes, um, collectively, and then on your, you know, as just separate entities, y'all also be <laughs> riling the people up. I am really um, excited about the fact that y'all have stayed the course, because, you know, that's a long, five years is a long time, especially doing podcasting, but... Appreciate that y'all have created a space for people who really love music to just geek out. Because it's really a geeky thing. Like, y'all are cool, but it's really geeky. And that is, I mean, that's a compliment. I hope y'all take it as such. But because I really, I really enjoy listening to you guys. And even when y'all bring on guests who are in the same way, very passionate about music and you know, all the different genres. We're not even going to go into the conversation about R&B being dead because what the fuck are y'all talking That's weird. Y'all are weird. I hope y'all big up yourselves and size yourselves for five years of, yeah, talking that shit. I really love it. Um, Love to see it. It's great for y'all. Don't forget about us. You know, when you <laughs> make it to the big time, you know, I don't really need, I don't really need nothing made. I'm just saying, just, you know, a memory. Um, Love y'all. Pour a cup for me. Eat a plate for me. Read a girl for me. Throw a hit for me. <laughs> this coming weekend. Love y'all. Bye. Hi, hello, yo, what's up, my me, it's y'all, could I listen, of late I'm the one, I'm from Billy, who told you you could, say so good, hey Steph, hey views. I just wanted to say, it ain't really nothing to say so much y'all, because you're a fan, like it's not the size, um, what I will say is that I love that the size is such an educating platform, but also with a tinge and a big hint of key. Like, I love listening because 
it's like I'm always laughing, but I'm like, okay, let me go back, let me do some homework, let me listen to this, let me read that, let me check that out, let me follow this person. You know, it's always something like that I can just absorb, and I love that. I love you all. Goodbye. So hey, we are the RB representatives. I am Natural Elise and my brother. JR. And we came to tell y'all happy 100th episode. How fancy and fabulous is that? So fancy and fabulous. Ah, yeah. the two of the best people in the world. We yeah. love. Uh, we love the dolls. The dolls. Yes. <laughs> we love the dolls. Yes. And because of and because of y'all slice podcast, uh, Steph and Muse. Because yes. of y'all, I started saying calling people dolls. I've I've never really said that before. And after y'all, y'all influencing out here. I've 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 like yes, a doll. I mean, send a job test message. I'm like, did you see the doc? All that shit. So y'all, y'all influencing our chat. Yeah, yes, they are. They are so influenced. You know what I'm saying? And then at work, I gotta kind of be a little careful because y'all might be gonna get me fired at work. Because let me tell y'all, y'all too, music staff will have you laughing. And it was a couple of times my boss was like, is everything all right? And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> but but y'all, I'm so proud of y'all. Y'all keep doing what y'all doing. Ain't nobody like y'all. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody gonna be like y'all. Y'all are the greatest. Love y'all. Y'all put smiles on people's faces. And I love being part of the cast with y'all. And y'all came on our show. And listen, when you got us four together, you don't know what you're gonna get, but you're gonna get something good. But we with y'all too, so it's great. Yeah. And and one thing that I love about about, uh, Sykes Podcast, probably the most is that y'all are very honest, even if it's somebody big and it might offend somebody, whatever. Yeah. You know how people get it. They don't like what you like. But that's just, everybody likes something different. And I like how y'all stand on how y'all feel and y'all explain it. And But you give the props where it is due, even if it's a song or artist that you don't care for. Y'all yes. still give a, a, a full 360 view of of that artist or that song and I, I really appreciate it and y'all do it in a funny way I think I listen to a lot of podcasts of all kind of topics music and everything mm-hmm. else y'all I think is the funniest I podcast agree. that I, I listen to and I was totally I was late agree. to the boat because I was like oh I need to listen I need to listen and one day I finally dove in and I think I binge like three episodes I was like what what was I even doing like yes. now y'all save when y'all got a new episode, it pops up. I listen to it within the first couple of days. Like I'm yes. into it. I laugh from the beginning to the end. And I always learn yes. something because y'all highlight a lot of new music. And that is that is a blind spot a lot of time for me. And I have mm-hmm. went and looked and searched out artists that I never would even consider before. And I have found some okay. jazz now. Yeah, just like y'all keep it on and now some of it I don't I'll be like, nah, y'all come on. But y'all like it and that's fine. But I will go to that same artist and I will find songs. I'm like, oh, but I fucks with that. And that's important. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's like that's like me too. It's just I again I do current army bangers, so I do know a lot of you know of the new stuff, but I get a lot of stuff from from y'all. You know what I mean? And it's just so great to have people 
You know, we, we're the older ones. You know what I'm saying? We're the older ones. And people kind of put us in this box like, oh, y'all only old, know the old stuff. But no, we know the new stuff, too. And having a podcast like y'all, we need it. You know what I mean? And like Elise said, you make it so funny. It's funny. You know, it's so enjoyable. Like, if you're having a bad day, you just put on the site podcast. And believe me, you will be smiling by the end of it. I'm telling you. Steph and Muse, because they reads, and I mean reads the dolls. You hear me? <laughs> like, down. <laughs> and I love it. And like Elise said, y'all so honest. And even if you like an artist and they ain't doing right, y'all going to tell them they ain't doing right. And still love them at the end. And that's what it means. You know what I mean? So... Y'all the greatest, and we love y'all, and we can talk about y'all all day. You know what I mean? But again, we just and y'all met us. Y'all met us, so y'all know we could talk all day now. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. But again, we just wish y'all a happy 100 and so, so many more. You know what I mean? This world is so much better with y'all in it. I'm telling y'all. So y'all the greatest. We love y'all, and we we just really congratulate you guys for real. Congratulations. Happy 100th. Keep on doing it. Y'all are doing big things and y'all are going to continue to do more. And, you know, hopefully we'll get to hang out with y'all soon. And we love y'all. So happy, happy, happy. 100, 100, 100, 100, 100. Wow. <laughs> My dolls. Dolls, 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 dolls. The size pod. Y'all have provided me with so much. New music, good laughs, more laughs, more laughs. I swear I'm your number one listener. Um, This is Malik. Uh, I love when I hear the friend to the cast shout out. I feel so special. Um, But today I just want to give y'all your flowers and congratulations for your 100th episode. I really am excited for what the future holds for the podcast and your rising star. I know you guys are on the route to fame. We already proclaimed it and you have a village of people who are waiting for you to arrive. So I just want to say thank you to the Sice. We love the pod. We love the cast. We love the laughs. We love the honesty. Um, In the age of D-E-A-I, whatever, you know, blackness has been a little dry and boring and serious and sterile and just kind of weird. And y'all keep it all the way 100. So also shout out to Philly, shout out to DC, shout out to the parents, shout out to the family for raising two beautiful, brilliant people. I really, really appreciate y'all and then just sending you so much love for your 100th episode. In a world where everyone is wrong about everything all the time, the size pod is a gem. Steph and Muse are just never wrong. They know everything about music. They have the best taste and they have the best commentary. It's a constant laugh. You guys are full of jokes and full of life and you come on to so, so much music. I'm now a Jaquees stand. I'm about to buy a ticket to a festival just to see him. No one would have saw that coming. And Tanache. Saved my soul from retribution because now I believe in the doll. Okay? The size pod is it. Congratulations on your 100th episode. We need 100 more. They never said the size podcast was too much. Who knows more about music than us? The size is a black podcast made in all genres with a sprinkler pop culture and a shit ton of food. If you're not from DC, you probably don't know what size is. 
The 92 degrees was yesterday, y'all. It's so, all of like 68 outside and Muse is losing it. Melting. M- wow. Muse with the lose. <laughs> <laughs> Not no. Not no. Not no. Not no. Not no. Oh my God. The way that my forehead is perspiring, my hair look like, I don't know, who shot John and forgot to kill him. Oh. It's not going to look like that later. But yeah. it's Ruth's picnic. Ruth's, I can't even talk. Ruth's picnic weekend. The dolls are together. We are. It's been a very long time since the cast has been together. Um, the party started on Thursday. Period. So honestly, it could give weekend is already done because <laughs> had a ball Thursday night. Had our backyard second annual backyard boogie last night. A time. Thanks to everybody that came out. A ball was had, and if a ball is to be had, I'ma have it. Shout out to Delion for providing the um licks and sticks. Yes, thanks Delion. You did that. What did you do that? And can we just pause and talk about Delion? This I had Delion before, but I think I had the darker one. Reposado. So we had the blanco last night. Delicious. Like smooth. you, it is so smooth. It's it has like a sweetness to it, but not like, not like a um. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not sugary. Right. And you know how, like, when you have, like, the, the mixer cocktail thingies and it just tastes like sweet. saccharine. Yeah. Fructose. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't take, it does, it's not sweet in that way. Like, it has a kind of, like, honeyness to it. Mm-hmm. That was delicious. So, basically, what I'm saying is, drinking it straight, y'all, is chic. <laughs> and we love chic things on the cast. Honestly, we should be going, taking a shot of it right now. Okay. I mean, it's never too early for me. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Hello. And it's her day, so, yeah. <laughs> no shade. I'm also on this campaign, thanks to homeboy Kenny, friend to the show, where I'm, like, testing out tequilas that have no additives and, like, trying to really get back to the root of real tequila. Deliana's in the running. Deliana's delicious. And we just not saying that because they hooked us up. Like, real life. It's good. Yeah. I need. I'm trying to also be more um, discriminating about my palate because normally I'll be like, I don't care. I drink whatever. Like, right. ah, I got the hookah. I got the ah, ah, ah. But, oh my God. but I do feel like I'm at the age now where I should start being like, oh, I really like X. Somebody asked me, um, one of my homegirls that came to the soiree last night, she asked like, oh, so you have like a favorite liquor? And I was like, I really don't yeah. have a favorite liquor because I just be like, whatever. Yeah. Same homegirl cornered me to talk about drinks because there's an infamous picture that everybody will see of Stephanie making me drive the boat. Oh. And she was like, the way that you took that shot, Delion must really be your shit. I was like, actually, it's not my go-to, but it will be now. It's so smooth that it was just easy to drink, but I'm just a good shot taker. Like, I don't make faces or nothing. Me either. But I think it's also chic to have a discernment about what you drink. Mm-hmm. So like having a favorite liquor by whatever brand or mm-hmm. having a favorite drink or like picking out a cocktail. I think the stuff like that are things that adults should do. Should do. <laughs> I have my favorite wine now. I've recently discovered that. Love I'm really that. excited about her. Um, and I know that my favorite type of liquor 
is mezcal tequila. Period. But I have not found the a brand that I'm married to. Del Maggi Vita. Oh, she. Yes, I'll bring some next time. <laughs> and my favorite type of wine is orange wine, but I'm still on a journey to find my favorite brand. I used to really like plum wine. Like if you oh, want to talk about like plum a wine based, that's not a grape. Mm-hmm. But now my grape is Gewürztraminer. It's like oh. my, it's like Riesling's older cousin because it's not sweet. Mm. But I'm on my whites right now for wine and wine only. Oh, I was supposed <laughs> to be like, oh, an announcement being made? Absolutely not. Oh. <laughs> Owned by a black man. <laughs> the Precise Podcast. Owned <laughs> by, by a black, black man. man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Puffy. You know, you broke our heart, doll. We thought you was going to be down to the roots. That's why we was like, we definitely wanted to be supporting and have Delion at our soiree. The girls was ordering their bad boy garments. Kim, Kim was supposed to come out, and I'm sad. Yeah. I was going to put a green wig on. Oh, I definitely. You know I had my 613 and my green ready. <laughs> Anything for Kimberly Denise. Yeah. But to be fair, I did see Puffy and the Bad Boy crew at the 25th anniversary, John, and it was amazing, and nothing will ever top that. So I guess I'm not too eggy, but I don't know. I just feel like they could have got somebody besides Usher because we all saw Usher at Roots. Yeah. Well, we all. I mean, me and Muse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love Usher, and I know he's going to put on an amazing show, but it is a little concerning that it's him again. I'll just say that. But I also haven't made my way down to Vegas, so. We get a free Vegas show. We get a free Vegas show. He better be skating around. I want all of it. I also saw him at Something in the Water, and he killed it. Was he, did it look like the Vegas show? It did. Oh, okay. There were no roller skates, but he Um. did go off. (laughs) No, and then that was when he had... Eric Billinger and Vito as his backup singers, and they went off too. I want the skates, goddammit. <laughs> so I still got on Vegas. Who taking me to Vegas? Who got five pies? <laughs> Jackie. <laughs> yeah, shout out to my mom. She brought, for whatever reason, five patty pies. But people was eating them last night. Oh, and, and some in the fridge still, in case the girls want dessert. Look, they go puff some ice cream. Love it. it was you didn't see the whole operation. It was a, it was a situation. Damn, that situation. Remember that club? I mean, that hair salon. All yeah. Girlfriend. Like, that's right. That's situation. That's, situation. Situation. <laughs> <laughs> that's ghetto for me knowing that. Oh, sure. Shout out to Mara Brackakill. Um. The so, are we gonna launch and start talk about our party first, or should we talk about the picnic itself? Where are we going? Let's talk about the picnic. Okay, let me open up my sketch. Because y'all know they had us, our, our our feet to the fire. Well, we had their feet to the fire about making sure they do the schedule right because there's nothing more stressful than bad overlaps at a concert. Listen. And everybody's complaining last year about, oh, this person was late, this person was late. The lateness helped us see every single person we wanted to see. I wasn't mad at the CP timeness of it all because... Also, just started being on time for things in my own personal life. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, you got to go with the flow sometimes. But it did help when Ty Tribbett took over his stage for longer than needed because mm-hmm. I got to see everybody I wanted because wasn't going to the gospel stage. Uh, I don't need to be crying down to the roots. That's you know true. what I give at church. Mm-hmm. I get it. Well, for our Saturday schedule, we'll be seeing, starting our day with Adam Blackstone, Coco Jones, and Mary Mary, who will all be on the stage together. So we can, um, I see you shackles. <laughs> Please get out of my face. Um, I hope they do. I love God. Cause what's wrong with you? Huh. Questions. That need to be answered. QTNA. 
Then it get real dicey and they really trying to divide and conquer the cast because state property is at 450 and backyard and rare essence are at five. And y'all know where I'm going to be. So state property is over at 530. So I'm going to try to hobble my way on over to catch the last 30 minutes or realistically last 25 minutes of backyard and rare essence. Muse will be on stage by that point. Period. Um, <laughs> I, I actually need to have a stern talking to to my father for not being here and performing with them because this would have been cute for him. But we'll chat offline, senior. <laughs> I'm living. Muse be letting that family and talk feet to the fire. <laughs> Muse be letting that family have it. Someone has to do it. Oh my god! When you're the Kim Kardashian of your family, I mean, it's only right. Uh, That's not a self size or a brand. <laughs> it's not. It's actually annoying. I resonated with her on the new season already because she was talking about, I just can't have a bad day because no one else will get their shit together. I was like, bitch me. Ooh. <laughs> I know that did sound something like you would say. I get that. See? So I'm not even like mad at Kimberly. <laughs> um, so then at six, there's a Questlove Isley Brothers. I'm assuming he'll be playing the drums for the Isleys. I saw the Isleys last year at the Dell East with Friends to the Kids, um, Brandon and Ev. Love him. But um, who also came to our soiree last night. But Glorilla's at six thirty, so I kind of feel like I can I can see thirty minutes of the Isleys and then pooch on over to Glow. Have fun. I don't have a fuck nigga free type of day. Um, I'm going to be at the Isley Brothers stage weeping for the entire time. Um, Catch you later, Gloria. Uh, <laughs> Gloria, hallelujah. Um, <laughs> then after that is. Sid, which I'm really excited about because we, as in me, Zakia, Jermaine, and Vic, uh, we left the backyard boogie last year to go see Sid at a concert that had nothing to do with the roots, and now Doll is at roots. Our impact. Our impact. See? As a cast. As a cast. Stephanie will leave our function and go yin, yin, yang and come back to a whole new function. Because left last night. See? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this bitch. <laughs> I'm playing hostess with the most designer provider, the hookah. Shout out to Toya, the doll. Very nice young lady. Nice to meet her. <laughs> Welcome friends to Philly. Friends. Love that. Jerome was here. He's going to be a state property show with you. I, like I said, am going to be beating my feet somewhere in the grass. <laughs> I got to go see Backyard. It's no shade. The night closes with um, Lauren Hill, allegedly. So, oh. yeah. I've seen Lauren four or five times. She has not been late each of those times. But she's such a wild card, I might give her 20 minutes. And then I have to pooch. Because last year, I was hooping and hollering and yelling because we didn't have no after moves. I scheduled some solo sit after <laughs> for me. Hey, Jess. Me. <laughs> um, well... That's Saturday. And then our Sunday plan is, um, first of all, they gotta, they have to get all this diamond cuts off of here. I'm screaming. Because um, why is she performing four times? I and all she's she... going to do is play act up 30 times. Oh, God. I really hope that she's learned from her. No, because she did that same exact set that she did at, at Ruth's Picnic five times last year. Mm-hmm. She did the same exact set before Jill Scott. I don't want to hear act up. When Jill Scott about to come out and sing Show Me. What I want to hear is act bad. Period. <laughs> we bad. not we not acting it's up no more. We're acting bad. It's an act bad summer. It's a pack bag summer. Twerking, Twerking on, on a wave, wave runner. runner. I know that's fucking right, Chatavia. 
Uh, they ain't so spending good, money, then don't touch her. <laughs> We're ghetto. Post it. Speaking of ghetto, um, Sunday starting the day with Rocky, aka Fake Bitches Hero. I want for me what I want for you. I fuck with you like my real sister. Get that pussy to a real nigga. A rapper. Love her. The best girl rapper out, honestly. Then we're going to see Tan, aka Saucy Santana. Listen, I want him to perform the songs I want him to perform, but I am going to go support and be in solidarity with my sister. It is Black Music Month and Pride Month. Hey, gays. <laughs> you Hi, know. Gay. You know what song I want him to do, but he not going to do it. He not. Marnie on my body? No. What's he say? Balenciaga. on the sneakers. No, no, it's Marnie on my body. Balenciaga on the sneakers. Stephanie say that every day, y'all. For nothing. Just draped and designer. Wow. That is my song. I want me a Marnie sweater. I already got the Balenciaga. It's too hot in Philly for Marnie. All that furry shit. Bye. It's Muse say it's hot in Philly year round. Sweater for the fall, bitch. No, absolutely the fuck not. <laughs> and immediately after, Saucy said, is City Grass. Ooh, this is gonna be my first time seeing it live. Y'all know where I stand with them, but I'm coming to the light. According to JT, they gonna go off the at roots because she was tweeting about it. So I guess they've been in rehearsals. I don't know, that. Tiana Teller might have been consulted. You know, she's creative director to the stars, so. Listen. Shout out to Tiana Taylor. She's having an amazing year. She is. Um, I'm I'm was torn because City Girls is at five and Kendra is at five ten and I was like, oh what to do, what to do. And then I realized Kendra gonna have a concert in Philly every month if you leave it up to them. And I usually go to all of them. So it's like I've seen Kendra enough to pay it. To finally see City Girls in person. Yes. So I'm looking forward to that. And then we have Ari and then immediately following Ari. No shade to Eve and everybody, but we're going to DeBrandon, Lucky yeah. Day, yeah. and then Usher. Diamond Cuts is going to be <laughs> you are pissed. in between, and it's no shade, friends and family. I'm going to be walking very slow from Lucky Day towards Usher. I'm going to get a drink. Because I don't want to hear, before I let you go, no goddamn mo. None of the versions. Not even the one with the freaking dress breakdown. Uh <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Giselle. <laughs> it's no shame. You make me happy, but enough. <laughs> Sick of it. It's going to be a good time. Roots is always a good time. Is I don't know all the girls that complain, but... I mean, to a certain extent, we was the girls last year, but it wasn't because of Roots. It was because of Domicus. Was. We read her. We got to stop. We'll no, I'm not stopping until she stopped. Oh, can't stop, won't stop. Rockefeller Records. Because you what? Get a new DJ. Period. <laughs> it's so many DJs in this city. Why do it have to be her again? Bye. <laughs> Listen, I can't blaspheme Philly without Steph. So, y'all heard it here first. And I meant it. And I'm not changing it. Words oh. to Misha, I am up. I love when she said that. She, get, she said... I said what I said, and I'm not changing it. I love when people talk a specific way. <laughs> and you know them before they talk. I think that that's us on the low. Yes. Everybody talk like us now, though. Do. Well, this Where? is actually our 100th episode, people. Brr, 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 balloon sounds crashing, fireworks, explosions, <laughs> woo, all of that shit. I'm not adding it in, so take it. Ooh. <laughs> Crash, crash, crash. Yeah, that's happening. So we want to do something a little different this time. 
And we're going to play a game. <laughs> I love games. See? Except when they are played with me. Period. Yeah. Now that gets you cut. So... <laughs> What did you say? That get you cut. Oh Let's not be ghetto and get canceled. Violence is not condoned. The city is wild enough. And by city, I mean our respect. <laughs> People are going crazy in D.C. It's a packed bag summer. I'm getting the fuck out of there. Swerking <laughs> on the wave runner. Listen, my Delta points are calling me. Um, oh, calling me, calling me, calling me. Say my name. Who's in there? Mm. It's an old song. Type in the comments if you know who's singing that. What's going on? Yeah. Ain't no comments to type in, huh? They, uh oh, it ain't. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know what we meant. <laughs> I love saying that. Y'all know what we meant. Because people do be knowing. Do. It's the way I got a church fan. What's going on? Daughters of the Dust. Oh. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Bernardas, daughters, shout out to my girlfriends. I yeah, your play was fab. Okay, so let's get to the game. In what is it? In the way of L magazine, in the way of the Terrell show, hey, we've Brown. never done this on the show, I don't think. Ever. But we are gonna play a game of song association. So Steph will give me a word and I have to sing the first song that has that word in the title. Or lyrics, and then I will do the same to her. We just gonna go back and forth until we get tired. Okay, I'm going to use this Vogue magazine that's sitting in my bed to, find, to think of words. Oh, that's nice. Um, it's more ads than anything. Anna Wintour, them bills ain't getting paid, so okay. how is more ads than magazine? <laughs> okay, your first word is. It better not be super califragilistic XB out of Delta. How'd you know? <laughs> Work. Um, both. Bitch, I'm both. <laughs> what song that is? That's ghetto. <laughs> what song that is? At the same damn top. So I think I actually think that those are two different songs. Yeah, but, I'm but like. Bitch, I'm both is a song with Drake in it, and I'm not sourcing it. That is a song. I'm not lying. I won. <laughs> Let me stop fanning this. I know they can't hear that. <laughs> you gotta pick a real song. Both. Um. That was a real song. I'm sticking to it. Now I'm failing my own game. Wow. Next. Your word is. I'm not gonna give you no stupid word like both. Both is a good word. Your word is. New. A uh, a new by Lil Dragon. Yeah, but like, what what are the lyrics? Uh, <laughs> a new, a new, a new. <laughs> That's also an like, oh, no, wait, no. I actually should have clarified. Is it new with a K or new with an N? New with an N. You did it right. Oh. Oh, I, I don't get no points for a new. No, because I think we should both know more lyrics than bitch I'm both and a new. All right, all right. So that was just a that was just a play. That was just a play. That wasn't a real one. A test round. All right. Now yeah. we know what the the rules are. <laughs> okay, your word is boyfriend. If you if I could be your boyfriend, I'll treat you good. Uh, that's it. 
what song that is? Uh, it's in sync. If I could be your boyfriend, I'll treat you good. Na 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 Cause if you is uh, his girlfriend. Ah, you call you call the Kiki. You call the Kiki. <laughs> Y'all, Kiki Palmer left me speechless on that fucking Terrell Bryce episode. That lady is insanity game. She heard whatever word she wanted to hear because she was singing. Uh, the word was lift. And she was like, you lift me up. <laughs> this the world is filled. <laughs> that is funny as shit. I definitely pulled the Kiki. I'm Miss Palmer. Okay. Your word is fight. Um, oh, oh, um, Tink, um, Uh-oh. it's Tink, uh, that's how the chorus go and then she say i'll be damned if i miss that call so you know my shit up loud you got me feeling some type of way baby because i be cheesing hard and time the thoughts of you cross my mind got me you caught up on this line why you gotta be so fine <laughs> oh, actually, let me tell the truth. Ooh, sing, uh, I, karaoke. I started the chorus to fight it, but then I just sang the verse and hit my line. Okay, but it's because Tink songs sound the same. They do. I'm sad <laughs> because we lyric children and don't know lyrics. <laughs> no, but we do know the lyrics. But I did sing the chorus. Hold on, I'm about to sing because that is my song. Wait, I'm about to go off. I'm about to go off. That was. Oh, I was about to say, I didn't know what that is. Um, <laughs> well, I guess... Give me oh, a- I said, we will know we... Oh, yeah, I sang that part, but I want to sing the verse because there was some things that was said in the verse that need to be addressed. Uh-oh. Please don't break my heart. Same. I just want to lay your arms. You know that song? I don't think so. Oh. But Tink... I'll wait out- for you to come in. Uh-uh. Tink put out music daily, so i like... But this is the old song. I can't keep up. Fighting, fighting, fighting. We both know we want it, want it, want it. Baby, let's stop fighting, fighting, fighting. Stop saying. Put it on me, me, yeah, yeah. I just want, I don't want to fight no more. I don't want to fight no more. Wow. That's my song. Sounds like a hit to me. Um, So I got a point because I sang it. Come on, I got a point. I got a book. <laughs> <laughs> Please shut up. Y'all, I'm sweating. Oh, my God. It feel like the burning up video in here. My heart is like. In the middle. Wait a minute. <laughs> okay. Faye was going off. <laughs> okay, your word is sunny. I'll take sun anything that says sun too. Sun or sunny. Sunny day. We're gonna cloud. Don't get on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a point. I do not care whether it's for PBS networks or not. That is a point. Fine. 
But I okay. could also do um what's a lot of song, Sunshine? Sunshine on me. Sunshine on me. Yeah, sunshine on me. A hit. Sunshine on me. Wow. I get two points. Allegedly. <laughs> Next. Your word is bomb. B-A-L-M or B-O-B-M? Why would I say B-A-L-M? Tiger Because I might be like, there is a bomb in Gilead. Absolutely not. I'm not trying um, to for that. Bomb like um, explosive. Oh. Um, uh... What's that song? Even though you got a girl, you know you got a man. This ain't no one night stand shit. Talking you like a fan shit. I'm just playing shit. You know your body the bomb. For you, I do whatever you want. You got me in my falsetto. Singing all this sweet shit. Um, The Dream, Sex Intelligent. Oh, that is your song. You know your body the bomb. I don't know why I was drawing a blank on that. I was like, what the fuck is she singing? But you love that song. Dude. (laughs) Um, Okay. Last round. Hmm. (laughs) No, because I got so many options. (laughs) Is you reading literature to give me these words? I'm sick of it. Um, let's do day. Day and night. I toss the turn. This is an R&B podcast. The muse ain't saying one song. First of all. I sang Burn It Up as a freestyle, and Kid Cudi is not. That is a rap lady. (laughs) She's a rapstress supreme. But Kid Cudi is a melodic rapper, and you know he is. Muse ain't saying one little piece of R&B on the R&B podcast. (laughs) Bye. Keep what's in my mind, mind. Okay. Canceled. I got the point. Allegedly. Okay, what what's my word? Yeah, last word. I'm sick of you. Uh, if it'd be too easy to say, if I was your girl, right? That's too easy to say, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of easy ifs. Um, I'm actually giving you very easy words. Wow. And and I've been succeeding. Um, Have you? <laughs> if I was your girlfriend, I'd be down for you. If somebody hurt you, then then. That is a hit, actually. <laughs> wow, I was about Shout to out to Beyonce. Yeah. Look at me. <laughs> and Prince, honestly. Yeah, I was. I was like, it'd be too easy to do the Prince version because, like, you live. But <laughs> no, because you love Prince. No, Prince is my father. So, but I was like, that'd be too easy if I did Prince. So I did the Beyonce. And then, like, the song that Body and Class samples. If I Was Your Girlfriend is my favorite Prince song. Oh, is it? Mm. Oh. I like the monologue he do at the end where he's like, is it really necessary for you to go out of the room just because you want to disrobe or something like that? Uh. Like, the whole conversation was really nice to me. It was on my Black Planet page. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, that was Song Association. Don't play, don't play with Muse no more, y'all. <laughs> no shade with it. No shade with it. <laughs> Stephanie thinks she ate me up when For Real Kid Cuddy brought me back. I don't care. Mm. Another thing that we wanted to do this episode was something a little different. We're going to actually put each other in the guest seat and interview the cast. 
How do you want to do this though? <laughs> um, you want to do a muse with the new style? What do that mean? I don't know, but like muse with the news. <laughs> sure, why not? So insert music here. <laughs> I just thought it would be interesting for us to like not only talk about how we came to be, but also talk about our place as music heads in each other's lives. For the cast. You started off because this was your idea and I don't want to be asking a question that's stupid. You wouldn't. That don't go with the theme of what you was trying to give the world. <laughs> I want to be what on brand. Oh. Wow, well that was a fail. So, (laughs) I guess I can start it off by asking, what was your first paid gig from a music perspective? Oh, my first job ever, I worked at a record store. See? When I was like 15. I didn't even know that. Mm -hmm. Was it Tower? No, it was like a mom and pop shop record store on like... Either it was on Spring Garden or it was on Fairmount. But me and my guy sister Martina, hey, Cece, um, we worked there. I love that. Mm-hmm. I did not know that at all. Y'all sold, like, vinyls. Y'all sold CDs. CDs. We um, sold CDs. And I'll never forget one time this lady came in, and she was like, I don't know the name of the song, but it go like, I heard your man got you on lockdown, and I got the master key. I was like, oh, Joe. <laughs> and I sold me a little CD that day. Oh, my God. Cause Every, I knew, cause I knew about Joe. Put Joe in the conversation a little bit more for me personally. Yeah, thanks. us. Okay, wow. Cause the pen and the voice. No shade. With it. <laughs> um. So you grew up in a musical family, but like, did you ever want to sing? I think so. But not, I never wanted to be a singer. Like, ooh, I'm going to be a singer. Mm-hmm. I, um, like, y'all know I talk about all the time. My dad is a singer. My little sister's a singer. My grandfather on my mom's side was in, like, one of those boy band cover bands where, like, they do Temptation songs and stuff like that. So music been ruminating in my life forever. But my dad also always told me that I couldn't sing. <laughs> so The parents will kill a dream. Listen. Listen, it didn't traumatize me or anything like that, but he definitely was like, Milana's the singer out of y'all. You're the dancer. So I danced more. Like, I I literally grew up dancing. I've been dancing since I was like two. Like, literally in the middle of the floor, beads on my head, giving Fight the Power, (laughs) giving Rosie Perez and shit. Um, (laughs) You ain't no fucking Rosie (laughs) Perez. You ain't nobody's father, Abdul. You're just a rude Spanish bitch. <laughs> so music has just always been in my orbit, but I don't think that I ever took singing. Singing <laughs> will bring home the bacon. Singing will have you singing those shoulda, coulda, wouldas on the court. No, I never took singing seriously as a career or anything like that. I did used to want to go go fish, be the person <laughs> that gave bands ideas of what songs to do mm. because I feel like all the bands in DC at a point was covering the same music and I was tired of going to the go-go dancing to the same shit by different interpretations of bands when why y'all ain't do same old mistakes by Tom and Paula or Rihanna yet irritating <laughs> why y'all ain't do basically any of Rihanna's category right like but I, everybody pays Rihanna so it's so strange that's a whole nother episode and then after that I was like 
well, all of my friends, a lot of my friends can sing. I went to a performing arts high school and I would be yinging yinging with them and they'd be like, oh, you can sing. Even on the cast, people be like, Muse be fake and he can sing a little bit. And they give, I can mimic. Mm. I don't feel like I could sing, like I could get up in the, on the mic and sing a song straight and mm-hmm. sound good the whole way. Mm-hmm. I'm not trained in that regard. But <laughs> I could do a little real quick. A little yin 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 right now. Uh-huh. But yeah, no, I never wanted to be a singer. Now that I am not a singer and I do have people around me that are like not as famous or like they might be local celebrities or whatever i do feel like if i was a singer i would be beyonce like it's no shade like i the way that my personality is set up i just i would never stop (laughs) i you would know me that's all i'm gonna say about that (laughs) it would be no question of who the doll was every time you walk into a room gina (laughs) what's up oh Because I would be over it. <laughs> See? Yeah. Like, we having this thing, but do not invite Muse because he's not going to stop singing. Karaoke will be a rap. Oh, yeah. I would never go to karaoke. We try people that go to karaoke and take it serious. They're like, we just hear the key. Like, why is you in I the feel, right key? I feel, <laughs> I feel different about that because I don't feel bad when people can actually sing at karaoke. But I, I hate I, it. I feel like taking it too seriously is annoying. But if you can sing, go up there and sing. No. <laughs> You want the girls to sound bad, and I don't like, like that. Is we just having a good time, and we, I mean, everybody can just be on key, but it's like, when y'all really be trying to act like it's American Idol, like, girl. Anywho, next question. <laughs> Stephanie has feelings. So, coming from a musical city like Philly, what are some of your most cherished moments about growing up here in a musical surrounding? All the little festivals that we used to go to, like um, Unity Day, um, which was like one of the black festivals or whatever downtown. And I remember we will always get the hookup because my mom is a hood celebrity. <laughs> she is. Fair. My mom is like world renowned. Love my her. mom and her best friend, my godmom, are like world renowned for their age group in Philadelphia. They Everybody know them. They know everybody. So, we yeah. would get, like, real good seats. Because normally, if you had, like, a... Stri- it, so, um, like, Unity Day is basically made in America, but only black people that act black. Oh, so Unifest in D.C. They stopped doing it, but it's the same. Yeah, okay. So, y'all understand the, mm-hmm. the thing. So, it's very general admission. You bring your own chair, but Jackie would get the plug sometimes, and we would get to sit at the front. And so, like, going to stuff like that, like, and... um. Going to the Dell East with my mom, like Unity Day, I never forget. We had front row seats that year, and um, the Whispers performed. Ooh, and this is innate peak, like this is early nineties. Show begin. Hurry, hurry, step right on in. That's the Whispers. Uh huh. Oh, that might be Blue Magic. Yeah, I'm like that ain't the Whispers. Same groups. Whispers is and the beat goes on. A hit. And lost in turn now. Olivia. 
So a go go band did do that. Oh, I, I know they went off. CC fucking B. Ooh. <laughs> Olivia this way. That song, we was just talking about that song on that San Francisco trip. That's crazy. Isaiah started For, the conversation. Auntie uh, Nation. <laughs> Um, so yeah, and then like going to the Dell East and I remember I had like, me and I got a funny story about seeing Rachel Pharrell and I'm young, like I'm not even 10 at this point, like seeing like legends and stuff like that, you know, going to concerts for me was like the thing. I yeah. always was a concert doll since I was young, 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 young. My mom Same. took me to shows. So I would say that just like getting to see so many legends at a young age. It's so many similarities between Philly and D.C., like the way that the people operate. Mm -hmm. Because, again, they don't do this no more at home. But we used to go to Fort DuPont Park and have, like, free shows all the time. I feel like every summer it might have been once a week. Mm Because I remember sitting in the grass, picnic basket, Paris was drinking the coolers, Auburn Miss down, (laughs) ghetto. Food cooked in the Tupperware, uh-huh. picture plate, and like listening to like live music. I know for a fact I fell in love with Roy Ayers when I was like four years old. Because mm. I see him live. Sadly, he's not on the docket no more for damn Bruce Picnic. And the house is upset about it. If his name come up one more time. It's take a take a shot of Delion every time somebody say Roy. <laughs> no shade. No, nah, for real. We but I, I would have, I didn't remember him ever being on the, the lineup, but I would have loved to see him because, you know, I did play this. This is not a question you asked, but it might be a question you was going to ask in the future, but I'll just ask you. But I played, I was in a xylophone group, like, <laughs> in middle school for two rehearsals. I was on the chess team for two games, so I get it. And I was like, when I found out that actually doing that was late, I, I, I like, left. He but... the only person that could do it. For real. <laughs> Don't no, it was not I... hitting the same. Oh, shit. No, I'm saying it wasn't hitting the same, like, with me and a bunch of, like, weird, like, whites and Asians. Uh-uh. Cause this one I was going to a mixed race uh, middle school. Oh, unfortunate. Oh, Roy was on there. Yeah, he was on the flyer. Everything. I didn't remember that. Yeah, he was something. I, he was somebody I was really excited to see because haven't seen him since those days when I was little. But Roy Ayers would be down there. Shaka Khan would be down there. Like we seen a lot of famous, famous, famous black people, and it's just not a thing no more. People mm. just go to Fort Dupont Park to have cookouts. Mm. Wow. That's it. And I think there's like a little urban garden that they. That the community upholds. Oh, well, that's nice. But, At least they had it. Yeah, that's cute. Um, okay, so I brought up my, my time making music. Have you ever played any instruments? Or do you currently play any instruments? Come on, do you currently? What if I was like a random saxophonist and you just didn't yeah, know? Yeah, I'll be aggravated. <laughs> but that's just like how Usher, we didn't know Usher played the bongos. Usher was up there playing the bongos like Shilla E down Roots Picnic 2018. Yeah, he was. And he kind of went off. Did. And it was and it wasn't given. He learned how to do it no, for the show. That, like, it gave he Ben was playing the bongos, but just wasn't talking about it. I sure wanted to be in the go-go band. I get it. <laughs> so when I was younger, I was I begged my family for a drum set, and they just didn't have it to give me no like real deal. And I would have been making too much noise. Yeah. And I grew up living in a household with my great grandparents. They would have killed me. Yeah. No so, shade. Shout out the mills. <laughs> it just wasn't my calling. But I did like take piano lessons as a little kid until my fingers fell off. And <laughs> I really was good at playing the drums for a while. But I didn't lost all of that shit because I just don't keep up with mm. it. But best believe I used to be on the back porch with the Folgers coffee cans <laughs> emptying them out and banging on a trash can drumming on the street like thinking big like Doug. Music. No music. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Could you imagine if I was one of the little street performers? Wearing the buckets out <laughs> down to the A-train. Pots and pans, bitch. 
shy about that, but it's also those people are tremendously talented. Yeah, they are. So I don't want to shade them too much, but it's not me. <laughs> it's off brand. <laughs> that would be skied. <laughs> um, we always talk about our connections to music and like people that we know in the industry, but do you have any famous relatives or close friends that are famous and made it big in music? My mom friend in high school and they're still friends, um, is Stanley Clark. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. They they uh like integrated their high school together. That's how you know an old Jackie is. And whenever he has shows in Philly, they're like all the black kids and some of the white kids from their high school, they always go. Mm-hmm. And um so yeah, Stanley Clark and then um my cousin Kenny Barron is like a really famous uh jazz pianist. Mm-hmm. Um so my family ancestral last name is Baron, so that's how B A R R O N. Ooh! Shout out to the Barons. You should name your child Baron. I know a boy named Baron that went to Clark. Really? Uh huh. He older than me. You wouldn't know him. Oh. Shout out to Baron. Shout out to being a child. Um, cause he's me. Me and him stayed in the show house at homecoming. So shout out to Baron, my roommate. Um, well, housemate. I like that. Um, yeah, but Kenny Baron. Um. Trying to think, anybody else in my family? Like that I'm actually related to, like by blood. Oh no, you said anybody I'm affiliated with. I grew up with um I grew up with um Leslie Odom Jr. Wow. Oh wait, I actually did know that about Me and him went to theater school together. I known Leslie since I was like six. Um so yeah, shout out to Leslie. It's really great to see like his success. He he should have been famous way longer. But I guess you get famous in your own time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the way that his fame has, like, accelerated over the last, like, five or six years is because he should have been famous, like, 20 years ago. Um, and then, like, I don't remember Leslie going to our church, but I remember him, like, doing an Easter speech at my church one time. And I was like, what's Leslie doing here? He don't go to Zion. But also, he was like a, he's like a hood celebrity because he just could sing and he could, like read speeches well when we was little kids um so yeah so grew up with leslie he's famous as hell now yeah it's crazy and my mom be keeping me a brush she's so proud of leslie i love that um and it wasn't like we grew up in a distant way like we sing, spent significant amount of time around each other because our theater school was small we were in productions together stuff like that um i'm trying to think is there anybody else musically that i'm like that i know in real life up close um, and I guess the last thing I think I might have shared this probably on an early episode that might have been taken off the internet now, but um, that was shade. I used to intern for LaBelle's um oh, stylist, yeah. so when they had their reunion tour, I think it was 2008, their reunion album and tour, um. I was their assistant to their stylist. And so, a lot of them costumes, I hand-sewed myself. The fur is actually tracks from my hair pack at my house. Oh, my God. Because they, they were like, we want hair on our on our costumes. And the lady that was the stylist, Sylvia, shout out to Sylvia. She ain't know what that was. She white and not from America. She was like, I don't know. And I was like, girl, I got five packs of Outre at my house. I bought five packs. <laughs> <laughs> and we hand sold them five packs of Outre all to their costumes. So if you go to LaBelle, as in Patty LaBelle, Nona Hendrix, and Sarah Dash, R.I.P., I used to be their stylist assistant. 
So I yeah, that. I remember when you told me that story about Lavelle because we was at the Blacksmith Smithsonian and then pictures of them popped up, mm-hmm. and you told me about the costuming, and I was like, why didn't I notice about you? I have lived many lives, and like nobody knows all of them. <laughs> Fair, <laughs> same. That's interesting. I love that a multifaceted cast. <laughs> Steph said, "I'm every woman." <laughs> it's all in who? Me. Period. <laughs> I can cast a spell. Cece said, don't do it again. Uh, Cece hated that too, P. She did. Wow. Okay, wait. So what was your, your major card was a PR? You would think, right? I was a business administration major with a concentration in management. But everything mm. I did extracurricular wise or outside of school was all marketing and PR related oh. or like journalism. So that's kind of how I tapped into music journalism because I was the arts and entertainment person on the Panther school newspaper. I didn't know that. I didn't know you were for the pen. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Clark Atlanta, lovely institution. Shout out to Ansley for making me do that because I would never have done that. But I needed something extra outside of dancing because I had like stopped dancing. On, I was on a dance team in school because duh. <laughs> and I, after a while, they had started to turn into like a sorority fraternity organization, and I didn't have time to be getting hazed when I danced better than them. It's really because Muse couldn't take that Darrell had a better press than him. I don't but, wear presses, so there's that. You know, it's I, okay. It was a hair battle. I think that straight hair, for recreational reasons, on black men is concerning, and that's just what the Ti is. So no shade, Elgin Charles, but. <laughs> It wasn't my testimony. It's LJ catching a stray. <laughs> Fabulous older gentleman, but <laughs> what would I look like? <laughs> and I also think that they used to straighten my hair for Project X fashion shows sometimes, and it mm. made me act different, and I don't like that. Oh, how you was acting? Like I had straight hair. What that mean? Like how you act when you go get your hair done. Oh, swinging it around and being annoying. I don't want to give that. <laughs> so I just stick to what I know. The lakes and rivers. Okay, that I'm used to. (laughs) But because of dancing and like how intense it was getting, we was going on trips. I also wasn't really close to them. Like Uh, as friends, like my friends were scattered about. They weren't in dance with me. I had a couple close people. Shout out to Kristen. Uh, Shout out to Keith. Shout out to Leon. But like I needed to make sure that my grades were good enough to graduate. Because that's, hello, that's That's important. And I got into like a work study program with uh, one of my favorite teachers, Dr. Richardson. I had a consumer behavior class with him. Uh, Light skin, light eyes. Hmm. He looked like every old black man ever. Oh, okay. So (laughs) he put me in like this work study program and I had like a lot of free time and I needed extracurriculars. So my friend Ansley, she used to write for lateboots.com when they first started. No, come on, late boots. And she, look, a throwback, right? She was the editor and she was like, I know that you're really, really into music and fashion and like art and everything. I think that you should write a couple pieces for us. Mm. So I did a project where we went and saw the good hair documentary that Chris Rock put on. Mm-hmm. And I did like this whole natural hair series. And then, so that was the film side. And then the music side, Rihanna's, I think I might have said this on the cast before, but Rihanna's rated R dropped. The Russian Roulette was the first single. Oof. And I titled my piece on her, Rihanna's, R- Rihanna commits sexy suicide with new single, Russian uh-huh. Roulette. Oh. 
launched my career. <laughs> <laughs> so that got me a lot of buzz on campus as far as writing is concerned. And then from there, I fell into Complex Magazine. Mm. Shout out to Key. Doll really did Love Key. Career. So it just, it turned into a journalism, PR, marketing scape, even though I really was being taught in college to be a suit and like work mm-hmm. for a Sony corporate or something or Kellogg's. So your thing was always music. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I think it was just out of a lack of artistry because I went to Pomona Arts High School and then I was a business major. Mm-hmm. So I initially didn't even want to go to Clark. Like that wasn't on my radar at all. I only applied to Temple because I was pressed over Philly. Oh. I wanted to move to Philly from a very young age because we used to have to dance here a lot at UArts. And I wanted to go to Temple because I was like, dancers don't make no money. So I still need to have oh, a job. So wanted to do that and then like cross-register at UArts Tech Dance and audition for Philodenko and be one of the boys. Man with a plan. Um, shout out to Philodenko. I had sent there. Shout out to Joan Myers Brown, my doll. All of the dolls. Like, <laughs> was the premier company for me because my school was so good and this is not a self-size but my, my graduating class of dancers was so good choreographers from real dance companies would come and set pieces on us for us mm. to do in our concerts so we did enemy behind the gates and we did we did rendezvous which was a new piece that was set and we also did mothers of war which all three were by Christopher Huggins, and he was one of the contracted um, choreographers for Philodenko. Love him. Mm. Oh, my God, his choreography is amazing. And we got to see a lot of Philodenko performers. I remember this guy named Ahmad Fine. He came, and he set a piece on us, and I was just like, I want to be him. Body bomb shit, dance down. I was like, this is me. Fuck me. What are you talking about? But then... It was like me, Ron, Shakira, my friend Danielle. Oh, my dog. <laughs> wow, you ran the list. All of us, I don't know what their specific paths college-wise was, but our families bound it together and was like, they're not doing enough to go to college. Mm. So they forced us to go to this college fair, and I got into like 11 schools that one day on the spot admission. So I got into Morehouse, I got into Clark, I got into Grambling, I got into St. Augustine, I got into Lincoln. And a, like a couple others that I'm not too lame. A couple others mm. I'm not really, really thinking about. I went to Clark's orientation. I said, bitch, I'm going here. <laughs> I was like, this is what college is supposed to give. I don't understand what I was thinking. Like, what are you talking about? This is easily the best school. I don't have to see any others. But then I got oh. home from orientation and Temple's acceptance letter was on the table. Oh. <laughs> Why did y'all take so long? My life would have been completely different. Snoozed. Lose muse. <laughs> yeah, and it was bad news for Temple. Because definitely went to Clark had the time of my life. Shout out to Divine Interventions. You said, baby, I got news for you. Ooh, a hit. Shout out to Tink. But yeah, I say all of that to say my life necessarily wasn't always PR marketing, music journalism related, but it launched that way because I kind of had to carve my own way. Mm. I like I have big hair. I have a half sleeve. Like I have tattoos. It wasn't given the jobs that they were trying to get us to get. And mm. the world is so different now. Everything that I did is what people do. But it was a little different in my era to be like trailblazing this path. Like I don't dress up for work. Never have. That just wasn't what we were being taught. So I'm a legend. <laughs> 
We gotta start recording these with videos so y'all can see the faces that he being made. Cause what? Video coming soon. This is our 100th. We're elevating. <laughs> but fuck these studios that won't respond. Oh. And it's no shade. Oh. <laughs> that took a turn. Sorry, you know I be in my um administrative bag. Um, how many more rounds do we have? Of questions. Like, we can do one more question each. Uh, okay. And then I have like a greater 100th episode question. Ooh. Okay, uh, so your turn. Go ahead. No, you... Oh, you just went. I mm-hmm. was meeting you and then the question. Um... What made you reach out to me for the St. Heron plug? Because I don't know if y'all know, but... Stephanie and I didn't know each other in school. No. We literally met once. He was being the doll and I was minding my business. (laughs) I I came on campus being the doll. It's no shame. (laughs) It was my time to (laughs) shine. It was like, well, I mean, I'm here now. The DC dolls always do that, though. Yeah, it's like our judge. So, one of my best friends, man, and hey, best, we was walking down the promenade and then we bumped into Steph and he was like, this is my homegirl from Philly, blah, blah, blah. She had on these bomb pirate boots. I Wish I like, still had them. Shout out the Nine West. <laughs> I was like, oh, she can dress. So that's all it takes for me to be like, we're going to be friends at first. But then she disappeared. I literally never seen her again. Come to find out she was graduating and I was left to, you know, do my bidding at school. But later on in life, all of our friends moved to New York. We was all in a group chat together. Even some people that still were in Atlanta at the time because I wasn't there at the same times. And... We got connected that way and just became very, 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 very close. Which mm-hmm. is annoying. <laughs> you said I'm annoying? <laughs> I said, which is annoying. Oh, yeah, that is annoying. Because, <laughs> like, shut up, everybody. But I asked that because my first, like, outside of Complex Magazine stuff, my first entry into music journalism was kind of because of working with St. Heron. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't have had that if it wasn't for Steph. One thing about being that people can always say, people say a lot of things about me. I am not the door to a lot of people, but people that actually know me will always say I'm not a hater and I'll be passing on opportunities. Always. Anytime I get an opportunity, I'll be trying to figure out a way to finesse and scan for other people I know. So I've like, you know, I haven't always been like that because I wasn't always getting opportunities because I used to be just kind of coasting through life. But now that I'm like taking the reins of my life and like doing things outside of just going to parties and like coming home. Because uh, <laughs> if people that really know me, I really was not, I was not, uh, I'm not a goal. I was, I'm still not, but I was not a goal oriented doll. I was not one of the people that was like, oh, I want to be having this kind of career. I, like, I want to work in fashion. I don't care what it is. I just want to be in the garments okay. and around the garments. Fair. Um, and it wasn't until even when like when film club started, it was it was kind of like I want to do this thing, but I didn't want it to get famous. So I guess it was when I started working at Weeksville, and I, they allowed me to like book people for workshops and you know plan events. And I would only plan events or come up with workshops where I could get somebody I know hired to do it. I love that. So, we started doing St. Heron while I was at Weeksville. And so, I'm trying to give you the background on how my I started getting opportunities. So, through my Weeksville opportunity and through my St. Heron opportunity, I was like, well, I'm going to throw the ball to somebody else because you don't get nowhere without the help of other people. You don't. 
And I know that a lot of y'all be, not y'all listen to the kids, but black millennials are very like individualistic and don't want to share plugs and don't want to share information. Don't want to like, don't let you pick their brain because they like, oh no, like whatever. That's like a million dollars. Um, <laughs> it's gatekeeping is cute to the girls. But like, I've never been that kind of person because I feel like. Me hoping like I wouldn't be where I'm at just in general like if it wasn't for other people uh-huh. help being helpful and not wanting nothing from it outside of me to do well. So just because I came up that way, I'm just gonna automatically just be that kind of person and be like, yeah. oh, like I know this person that do da 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 da, you know. So basically, the the short version is because I was raised right. Fair. Was and I'm a good person. A nice Even all people don't think I'm a good person, but I'm. I think I'm a good person. I do too. Oh, that's nice. Well, fuck with that thing. Oh. I've just always lived my life where I'm gonna do what I want and fuck with everybody else. Saying, so. But that, but because I, I, I have an obsession with being a good person, mm. people will be like, "She's a bitch. She's mean." Like people at Clark, like when they be talking to Michelle, be like, "Why you hang out with her? She's such a bitch." And I'll be like, first of all, I don't even talk." Sometimes that comes off as bitchy to people, but that's a them thing. Right. But what I'm saying is I don't like that that's my brand. Yeah. So certain, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I feel like I go out of my way to be a nice person and I like do for people. Yeah, you do. Even if I don't got the money or whatever, I'm a call and I'm a check on you. You know, oh, you want something like I'll Uber eat you a plate if you, you know what I mean? Like, right. so when people be saying that, I'll be like, Ugh. Cause I know I do stuff like that all the time. Like mm-hmm. with the thing with St. Heron, like I don't never gatekeep nothing. I've gotten opportunities and been like, no, but I know somebody that can do it. And that's paid. Like I could have kept that check for myself. And I was like, no, I think I know somebody that can do better job than me. Mm-hmm. And I've like passed on the opportunity. So. And that's what happened with me. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. And they wasn't like looking for nobody. I was like, oh, y'all should hire this boy. <laughs> and you know I'm relentless when I want something. Mm-hmm. So I was like, y'all should hire him. I don't care. Yeah. So I ran a website called, still do, but it's under construction right now. A website called Demand the Muse, hence the name. And I used to do album reviews. I would create playlists. I would truncate artists that couldn't edit, resequence their stuff, and then write up about it. I used to do like new artist reviews. I just used to do a lot of music related stuff on that site. And I, Stephanie used to always be like, oh my God, I like the way you write. And then Beyonce's Lemonade was coming out and they needed somebody to do a piece on Lemonade. So I remember I had a whole bunch of homeboys in town from Baltimore. And I left a party to go watch that shit on my own because I didn't want to be in a room full of gays screaming and hooping and hollering <laughs> watching Beyonce be Beyonce. You know what we get. So I was just like, this isn't going to be good for work. And there's a check involved. So I went home and I dissected the fuck out of that premiere of Lemonade on HBO. And I wrote like a five things you need to know about Beyonce's Lemonade listicle. Mm-hmm. For St. Heron, became a contracted writer on there, did like five pieces with them. I did five pieces. I did five pieces. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest is literally history. I don't like when people say that, but the rest is kind of It really is history. Yeah. Shout out to me, the man that me was making a comeback. Come yeah. back, come back. Oh. Ooh. Shout out to Janet Doll World. Light skin, dark skin, my Asian persuasion. <laughs> I got them all, okay? Shout out to Denzel. All right. <laughs> Who didn't come to my show? Yeah, I'm mad for you. 
Because I was like, who is this Zell that he talk about? I know it's not this little Puerto Rican child. But the Puerto Rican, well, to be fair, the one with the hair that gives Sportis Fana is Dario Boatner. Dance! But he also looked 14. So I was like, I know y'all not less than over this, but he looked like a 14-year-old in 2002. <laughs> like, he just looked very young. And y'all was like, I'm in, I'm in. So I was like, it can't be him. No, the chat as a whole is not less than after Dario. That's just me. Uh, but Denzel <laughs> is a man. That nigga dances. We were very happy to find out that he had a black boyfriend because you know it's touch and go with the girls. And those four guys on his janitor are dancing. And you know, again, back to my life as a dancer, I really like when men dance. Mm-hmm. I'm like lusting over at least five dancers on tours right now. Rob Bynes on fucking Beyonce's uh, wheelchair offline. Oh. A Golden Lord. <laughs> Okay, my last question is, what is your biggest dream for the size as we are celebrating our 100th episode? Fame! I asked if I wanted you to yell fame. (laughs) I'm tired of you knowing me. I really want to, and we have talked about this several times, I really would like for my, my whole thing throughout my career, like, this entire time, even every question that you've asked about school, about life, about music, about all of that stuff, even on interviews, this is how I begin jobs. I always say I want my business acumen and my artistic background to merge. So if I could have like a passion project like the SICE become my main thing, like my main everything, like I wouldn't have to clock in, I wouldn't have to deal with clients, I wouldn't have to do all that stuff, and this and extensions of this become my main portion of my career. Like, we do slight a and r for people, but we contract them a different price than the record label would because the record labels don't be trying to pay the girls. Sorry, Atlantic. <laughs> I would love to be on a team of, like, an artist that I'm in their entourage. I am guiding them on what the people want from them. Mm-hmm. Like, I am the ear of the fans, the ear of the streets. I know what music they want from them. I know what they give should be, like, all of that without actually having to be called an A&R or having mm-hmm. to be called whatever the general title is for that, I still would want it to be housed under us, like consulting. Mm-hmm. And in addition to that, also be recognized on a higher platform. So we're at the podcast stage at Roots Picnic, even though we don't go to those stages. And we'll never. <laughs> like, so that we are doing more live shows. We should be introducing and co-hosting at Exactly. Roots. I want to be on the red carpet giving Terrence J but dress better. I want to 106 and park my way to the top but also not having a weird haircut like AJ. Like all of those things. I think that that would be fine for us. Like I see us being able to take this global in like a, a I mean we're so big in London. Huge. I just want it to be more of a household name and be on the list of girls that are like getting paid, 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 paid dividends. Mm-hmm. Money, money, coin, coin, guap for our thoughts, our mm-hmm. interests, and our, our expertise. expertise. Right. Yeah. It's coming. So, so in closing, some shout outs are definitely in order. Again, thanks, Delion, so much for lacing the dolls with liquor. Libations were needed and skeeted. That was great. I'm still drunk. 
I'm not really still drunk. No, but we're about to take a shot though now. <laughs> R. <laughs> we're about to take a shot right now. Shout out to Sheba Soul Plate. Food been bombed since bomb began. Wow. I, first of all, leftovers. <laughs> first of all, fucking leftovers. Second of all, the dolls have been ranting and raving about their food since last year. Since last year. Since last year. Caleb got up here and he was like, I'm trying to get them to do my sister prom. <laughs> he loved like, the soul plate. Eat up. Food was great. I need the location so that I could come and not hang out with Stephanie and just go eat. Oh. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm going to tell you to meet me there. Because <laughs> yeah. I feel like I get a discount if you there. No, we pay family. The family pays. So my my family owns that restaurant, y'all. Um, supports Chiba Soul Plate. Um, Janet Jackson loves their greens. <laughs> so uh, do news. <laughs> and so do everybody, cause y'all was eating them greens. Ain't no greens Ain't no left. Greens. Ain't mad, no greens you know, left. I a side of greens to myself last year. Couldn't even do it this time. Yeah, them greens was gone, baby. Um, is in ruins. Yeah, that jerk salmon looked like ruins in a, a grease. Like, that skin was tore from here to there. The, the, the skin of that salmon looked like my ACL. I mean, my PCL. In pieces, no Chloe. Ooh. I got to show you pictures. Uh, they got pictures of the inside of my knee. Look like frayed denim. <laughs> music's impact. <laughs> It is a denim cult going on right now, and we cannot stop it. <laughs> Music has got the girls draped in denim. Corey wore um, Canadian tuxedo last night. He looked bomb. Yeah, always does. But yeah, shout out to Sheba Soul Plate. Thank you so much for catering um, our second annual Backyard Boogie two years in a row. Our consistent um, food funder for our events going forward. Um, so if you miss Sheba Soul Plate this time, catch us at the next little swanky soiree. Ooh, events. Bookings, dates. <laughs> also, big announcement if you are in the DC area on June 10th, we will be hosting a night at Stable Arts. It is our first ever live show. Come out and party with the dolls. It is going to be a blast in honor of Black Music Month and the gays. Happy Pride Month. We will be talking about gay icons. Having a ball. Having a ball. Cannot wait. Shout out to Malik Glee, the um, executive director of Stable Arts, friend to the cast, and also an esteemed colleague of mine in the museum space. Love you, Malik. Thank you so much for this opportunity. And we're so excited that, again, we're talking about extended opportunities, bringing our girl 1245 to DJ the event. So if you are someone that has loved R&B trivia or always saw it online, never got a chance to come, you will get a little slice of the R&B trivia experience because um, Erica slash 1245 was our resident DJ for the back half of our years. So come through. Ooh, a Drake song. Catch me going out of the way when I should have went home. Only time of the day I get to spend on my own. Huh, that song means so much. You know, Drake. All right, I know. <laughs> okay, well. And now, <laughs> bye, y'all. <laughs> bye. Thanks for 100 episodes. A show. All right, who's dressed? Because I ain't here not a stitch of water. Not wrangling the girls for roots because we do have plans. Have somewhere to be.